Martin Scorsese's latest movie, Killers of the Flower Moon 2023, tells a depressing and important story. I'm just not sure you needed three hours and 26 minutes to tell it. Scorsese, one of the all-time great filmmakers, over his long and varied career, has given us such gems as Taxi Driver, 1976, Raging Bull, 1980, Goodfellas, 1990, The Departed, 2006, and The Wolf of Wall Street, 2013, to name just a few. And these are just the tip of the iceberg. Unfortunately, he has also given us back-to-back overlong movies. Previously, Scorsese directed for Netflix The Irishman 2019, a sprawling gangster movie starring Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Joe Pesci, bringing the latter out of retirement, which also ran for three and a half hours. I liked it well enough, but at that length, I liked it less than I otherwise might have. Now comes Killers of the Flower Moon, a movie that is no doubt impeccably directed, acted, and told. Yet, at a three and a half hour length, it just felt overlong. The story it tells is incredibly depressing, and that, simply put, is a very long time to sit through a tale of misery. Anyway, Killers of the Flower Moon is based on the book by David Gran, which recounted the true story of the murders of many Osage people in Oklahoma in the 1920s. Murders that went unsolved until the newly formed FBI sent in agents to investigate in a case that is credited as being the first major case for the FBI and its leader, J. Edgar Hoover. The movie opens when Ernest Burkhart, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, returns home from World War I Europe to visit his uncle, William Hale, played by Robert De Niro, who likes to go by the moniker King Hale. They live among the Osage Nation, a Native American people who, because of the discovery of oil on their land, are now incredibly wealthy. Hale outwardly says he loves these people and acts like he is their friend, but privately, things are very different. As he explains to his nephew, Ernest, if they marry the Osaki women, then by law, should the women die, the husbands inherit their wealth. It's all legal, Hale says, and Hale doesn't stop there. He takes out life insurance policies on people he calls his friends as well, and he makes sure that he is the beneficiary. Following his uncle's advice, Ernest courts and marries Molly, played by Lily Gladstone, who is a diabetic. Hale promises to take care of Ernest's new wife, personally paying for and providing insulin for her. Of course, over the years, Molly gets worse, not better. What follows is a systematic, ruthless, and unchecked system that allowed Hale and his family, including Ernest, to methodically kill whoever they wanted, 
because the law paid no real attention to the deaths of these people. The story is as ugly and as painful as they get. By the time Jesse Pleman's FBI character shows up very late in the movie, the audience feels as close to death as Molly. Again, this movie makes its point and then some, but at three and a half hours, it's somewhat of an overkilling of the flower moon. The acting is flawless. DiCaprio is superb, of course, but to me, it's a thankless role. I mean, Ernest Burkhart is a weak, spineless, and worthless character with no redeeming qualities. He basically is content to murder his wife's family and his wife as well. I actually liked Robert De Niro better. Over his long career, De Niro has played his share of volatile villains, as in Goodfellas. But his portrayal here of William Hale, a man who calls the people he is murdering his best friends, is probably the most despicable character De Niro has ever played. He says all the right things and knows what, bush and, what buttons to push. Yet, he's condescending and speaks of the Osagi people like their cattle. Telling Ernest, for example, that his wife is ill and she will most likely die soon. That the Osagi people are beautiful people, but they are plagued by diabetes and can't be expected to live long. As if he has all of life answers. Lily Gladstone delivers another thankless performance as Molly, who we see early on as a well-spoken, intelligent, and beautiful woman, who is then reduced for the rest of the movie to a bedridden, sickly patient who sadly continues to trust the very people who are murdering her and her family. The rest of the cast is a mix of Native American actors and some cameo-style star power featuring the likes of Jesse Pleman's John Lithgow and Brendan Fraser in bit parts. While Killers of the Flower Moon is very respectful and sensitive to the Osage people, the screenplay by Eric Roth and Martin Scorsese doesn't really tell the story through their perspective, but rather makes the interesting decision to tell it through the eyes of its main villains, Ernest and his uncle, William Hale. And it's framed this way because while it is a tale of lurid and brutal murder, the cruel systematic murders of the Usagi people, it's also a story of greed because ultimately these people were killed from money. As Ernest says several times in the movie, he loves money, don't we all? But some love it so much they will rationalize, legitimize, and even monetize murder to get it. And this is the heart of the story told in Killers of the Flower Moon, Greed. And it's a story that remains relevant today because we are all still plagued by folks and corporations like William Hale who mistakenly believe that all bets are off when it comes to their taking of other people's money. Watching Killers of the Flower Moon is akin to sitting in a heavy rainstorm for three hours before finally getting some relief as the sun peeks out for a brief 30 minutes. In fact, there's a scene early on in the movie where in the midst of a rainstorm, Molly tells Ernest to stop and listen, saying, this is a heavy storm, we need to listen. This scene is a perfect metaphor for Martin Scorsese's mindset for making this movie. It's a heavy story 
and he wants us to sit and listen. I enjoyed Killers of the Flower Moon a lot, but I would have enjoyed it more had it ran for an hour or so less, because three hours plus is a long time to sit through a rainstorm of misery. I give it three stars out of four.